Hey guys, what it do with the business is? It looks like another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, how did your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media? Absolutely. I am Spike Lou on those same social sites. Holla at your boy. How you holding up out there? Man, I'm super good. Smith Oak, uh, slow motion, man. Nothing really to report. What you got popping? Man, same thing. Slow motion, low key, like a midget locksmith. But yep. team for the new listeners, I know y'all liked that. For the old <laughs> listeners, an oldie but goodie. A hundred percent. Slow motion, man. Waiting on the seasons to change. It's gonna get cold out there. Uh, no big, no big shit playing. I think I'm going to the Cowboys game for um for the Thanksgiving Day game. Who they playing? The Raiders. That's an L. No. Super Bowl bound, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Try to have that weak ass piston shirt on. <laughs> Basketball season doesn't matter. It's all about the Braves and the Cowboys. Shout out the Braves. Uh, we're starting to pot off with delusion. Um, <laughs> guys, we got a fantastic episode lined up. Nas is teaching a master class. Gucci Mane and his 1017 crew protest at Howard. And we review Young Thug's latest album, Punk. Yes, a Young Thug review. This should be can't really wait. good. Exciting. Can't yeah. wait. I, if you can't tell, I am ecstatic to talk about this Young Thug album. But first things first, guys, Fat Joe, your mans, has been making his viral rounds this year. I promise he's went viral up. about seven times this year. Price um, went up. What's it saying? <laughs> yesterday's saying? price is not yesterday's today's price. price. Not today's price, especially for Fat Joe. Fat Joe is on the menu again because while at the BET Awards the other week, during the Rap City segment, he was asked who would he consider to be the modern day Tupac, and he answered without hesitation, the baby. Said the baby <laughs> is the new Tupac. My question to you. Was he way the fuck off or can you kind of see where he coming from? First of all, you big gassing it without hesitation. That nigga hesitated thoroughly. Um, it was a, a, so shout out to Fat Joe for not just spewing out bullshit. Like this wasn't on the top of his mind. Mm -hmm. The headline is nuts. I had to go look at it based off that and see like, well, did he really say this or did he hesitate? To his credit, he did. Segment was whack. They was taking old rappers and comparing them to new rappers. So you're going to step in some shit there if you're Fat Joe. Yeah. I get it, again, off the top of your dome, if you're talking about the baby and Tupac with the antics and as much as he's been in the news lately. So his reaction to Big Ticket's question and having to think about it and, damn, I'm on the spot, I get it. Fat Joe, though, is smart enough to know that the baby is no Tupac. Not on his best day is he Tupac on Tupac's worst day. It'll <laughs> never happen. I like if, if you give it more thought, Fat Joe, you also would say this. Nobody thinks this. The ludicrous comparison that little Duval made about the baby earlier in the year, spot on. That is who the baby is. And that's not a knock. That's not a spite. He's just not Tupac on his in his dreams. He also made a comment on IG, which enraged me even more <laughs> talking about yeah i agree with it but the haters are gonna throw the salt on you know why they're gonna throw the salt on it my nigga because it's not true <laughs> you're not tupac baby 
So here's the thing. Whenever anybody compares themselves to or is compared to another rapper, I have to know in what way are you referring to? Are you saying that they make similar music? Are you saying that their personality and character is the same? What, how in what way are they the same? Because Ludacris and the baby, I can understand you saying that from a musical and a visual standpoint, like on the videos and the creativity, but they're two different people though. Like the baby is more of a street mm-hmm. trap artist and Ludacris wasn't that at all. So that, that that's the question. How is Pac and baby related? And his comparison he said was rooted in the fact that they were both real individuals that they believed what it was that they rapped about to be true. We know some of the stories with the baby. We've seen the viral clips of him in Atlanta shooting a video, getting pressed by Atlanta goons, not barring or stunting any of them and continuing to do exactly what he was doing before they walked up when they tried to press him. We know what happened to him in the mall with the, with the other North Carolina rapper. And we know what happened to the, in um, Walmart, thanks to Dave Chappelle, special bringing that back into the news cycle so and we also know what happened with Pac with the off-duty police officers and when he ran into Orlando Anderson like Pac was he wanted to smoke for the most part and the baby does too so in that if we're doing it from that lens and that lens only okay then that's a fair comparison no. um I'm disappointed in Rap City because that was a terrible question Tigger Holler at your folks. We'll get you some better questions, some better writing, some better topics. Asking somebody on the spot with no prep whatsoever who's the modern day Jay-Z is not fair. <laughs> and it's some slaw. It's corny. And you're going to get a whack ass answer. Like he said, same for the modern day Pac. Do better, BET. Uh, you're way off. Uh, even with the compare, there have been off the mic troubles if you want to call it or whatever it may be with them outside of the booth that is comparable and yeah I, I do feel like the baby is real well let me say fat joe is off maybe not you he could be real and, and believe what he rap but i, I still doesn't make him tupac i think a lot of the baby's scenarios what he made news were were self-inflicted uh, wounds if you look back at tupac stuff a lot of that he didn't have a lot to do with the two off-duty police officers that he shot. That's a lot different from what the baby had going on. And even in his bad press, I think Tupac had a lot more meaning to his career and his antics than the baby does. So again, Fat Joe was put on the spot. I won't hold this against him, but even when you tell me that that was his reasoning, nah, that don't line up. Because like every, there's a, a lot of rappers are real and believe what they say. That don't make them Tupac. Like there was a lot more that went with Tupac's career. And I think that's discrediting him if that's what he's using it as well. I guess yeah, it, it, it makes him one sixteenth of Pac. That's all. It if that, <laughs> if, if that. Real quick, they asked, Fat, Fat Joe went on live to clear it up and explain his answer, talking about how he was put on the spot and all blah, blah, blah. And he asked people, who's the modern day Pac? He wanted them to comment on his IG live. The comments were all over the place, dude. Somebody Ooh. said J. Cole. Nigga, somebody said uh, NBA Youngboy. Somebody said Kevin Gates. Somebody said Nipsey. Somebody said uh, uh, Boosie. Yeah, I don't think there's a modern day Tupac. Of course his not. Was, <laughs> his music was way too impactful. And not knocking any of those people, like Tupac was different from them. Yeah, no, nah, he was he, he was a, he was a mega super duper yeah, star. 
one in a million. And it was the first time that we had seen that, like that, that, like that type of attention being paid to a rapper. Mm-hmm. Like everyone else, regardless of what they say, is some sort. You said one sixteenth. Yeah. All the rappers in today's game, whether they thugs or real or not, took a little bit from Tupac. Whether Over it be you. I'm making a song about my mom or the the lady song, like all of that shit, Pac had a little bit of it in his arsenal. And he was the first nigga to have it, like all. Yeah, for sure. He might have been bigging up Tupac a lot, but he was worth it. Young cats don't believe it. Go check him out. Mm-hmm. Speaking of our legends, my guy Bun B, he was doing an interview here recently on the uh, B Heights podcast. And he said that Puff approached his wife because she's the decision maker. And he told her, Bun B's wife, that he was going to sign UGK. And he told her the amount of money that he was going to give UGK. And he told her what he was going to have for Pimp C when Pimp C got home. And they got in the car. Bun B's wife asked Bun B, when are we going to New York to get the paperwork done? (laughs) Bun B said, "Uh, no, that's not going to happen. Question to you, 20 something odd years in hindsight. Was that a good move or a bad move for UGK? Man, I think it was a good move. I think I think it was a really good move. And that was a really dope story that he told because I never knew this personally. This was around the time that Bad Boy had just signed a ball MJG, if y'all remember that time. And Pimp C was still locked up getting ready to come home. Well, he was locked up, not getting ready to come home. He was locked up. And Bun was saying, I didn't want Pimp to come home to be employed by someone else. He wanted Pimp to come home to UGK Records and for our own situation to be on. And he wanted just to keep his name alive. He said, man, look, if I can just keep Pimp's name alive, then when he comes home, it'll work. That's why you got the legendary free Pimp C movement that we saw in the early to mid 2000s. That was the origins of that. So I thought that was a super dope story and a very smart move. Unfortunately, we know what happened. Pimp C came home a couple, you know, not too much longer after he came home, he passed away. But Bun B did have a successful, a relatively successful solo career. And I would argue that his solo career was more successful than A-Ball MJG's run on Bad Boy, which gave us two albums, but didn't really make any noise. And then they ended up signing a grand hustle after that, that really didn't make any noise. And so, and they kind of tailed off after that. So I think in hindsight, it was a smart move, although I'm sure that bag was tempting. Yeah, that, that that bag had to be tempting. And that that that's a, a good starting point for me as far as the answer. Like the approach by Puff was disgusting. That was nasty. Like you put a nigga, you put a nigga in a position where you didn't told his lady, like, I'm gonna change y'all life, like right now. I know that, that nigga been telling you the pillow talk dreams of what he gonna do for UGK. And this is gonna what happen when Pimp get home if they do this and that and the third. But my nigga, this bad boy money is real. Yeah. And all y'all got to do is sign right here on the dotted line and I'm gonna change y'all life. And not to say that UGK wasn't successful at this right. point, but what Puff was talking about, I'm sure was life changing, or at least Bun B said it was. And I agree with you. That's a dope ass story and a dope answer. And he said that it did cause contention in his marriage. Yeah. Like, I got to bet on myself here. And again, like it's disgusting how Puff approached him, but that's what I, 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 that's why Puff is Puff. 
Yep. He knew who to talk to, what to say, and what to do. He probably had an idea where Bun B was in his career. It ain't the Bun B that we see now. It right. wasn't the Bun B that we saw go on the run pre-free pimp C. But yep. he bet on himself, man, and that was dope. I like that he said, I don't want my brother to come home after work for somebody. Yep. We built this shit up ourselves. When he come home, I want him to be a boss. A lot of niggas talk that shit about boss and this and that, but not a lot of people are willing to bet on themselves like Bun B did in this situation. And even though it is Puff, even though the success is right there, you see it. You see what he's done for other people. It goes to what we always say, the difference between, in my opinion, Southern artists and other artists. Southern artists are more willing to grind and do it themselves. You can buy it out the trunk. I'm going to make my money, my nigga. I ain't got to sign nothing. I love it. Yeah. Man, listen, I, I'm trying to imagine what, they would have sounded like and what type of momentum they would have had if they would have signed the same time as a ball MJG. Cause he, cause Puff was going after both of them and that may have rejuvenated bun a bad boy in maybe a certain way. Cause there's strength in numbers. So maybe a ball MJG on bad boy alone didn't really do too much. But if you combine that with signing UGK and pimp C coming home, maybe that creates more of a movement. And maybe there's more of a splash when that happens. Who knows? Obviously, we'll never know. But that's cool to kind of think of. But I can't see Pimp C really getting along with Puff like that. No way, though. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, and that was probably one of the reasons and one of the things that Bun B considered. Like, exactly. I can't just do this. My man's in jail. I tell this man, yes, he come home and boom, now he can't deal with, quote, unquote, the boss. No, yeah. that's not cool. But um, you see Puff and Pimp C just, like, getting into it. No, nah, but Pimp C going to bow down. I mean, excuse me, Puff going to bow down, though. Puff know who to pull that shit on and and like he ain't pulling that band shit on Pimp C. You know, walking to get cheesecake, my nigga. Ain't none of that. And 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 he probably again when we Big said this. Big said that, that yelling, like I can't think of what interview be like all of that shit that you see with Puff, we really don't have the same type of relationship. Yeah, yeah. We're like peers. And I think it would have been the same thing with Pimp C. But Puff gonna do Puff too. It probably would have got a little heated and I, I would have loved to see it. That's and I don't think it would have got too far though. I would love to see it though. Real, real quick, that interview is uh, Beehive. He down here in Atlanta. It's a really dope interview. Two quick notes from that interview. He gave a really dope Pimp C story about Big Pimpin', which he's told the story of how the song came about. Pimp didn't really want to do it. That's why he's only got eight bars on the song. He right. didn't want to do the video. That's why he, he didn't go to Gloria Velez. Turks and Caicos or whatever the fuck. The, that's why they call him in Miami. But they said he pulled up to Miami with the gal that he was that he was seeing at the time with Boy, the minks on and everything and jay was like fam we in miami bro like it's 90 degrees pimp like you know hot in the mink man bun said pimp turned to him and said nigga tv ain't got no temperature nigga and walked off <laughs> i said that's hard <laughs> that's hard as fuck he told that story on this the real that is hard <laughs> tv ain't got no temperature is fucking hilarious no new one and uh, the versus is coming soon too. He said the versus between UGK and Pimp and uh and A Ball MJG is on deck. He said it's been on deck for a couple of months. They were supposed to go, um, they were supposed to go when the Patty LaBelle battle happened, and it it pushed them back. And then after the after the Patty LaBelle, the Isley brothers happened, and he said they got pushed down the thing. He said they've already submitted the songs and everything. He said they got to submit the songs and everything beforehand. They got to do all that. He said it's already been done. I can't believe he got pushed back for Patty LaBelle and uh, yeah, Gladys. 
Gladys Knight. Yeah, you can believe that. Stop that. <laughs> you can believe that. Stop. I guess, man, that ain't, I get the Patti LaBelle and, and that, I get that versus, but I'm not pushing back eight ball and MJG and Bun B for it. Like, this is what you did it for. This is part of the culture that you You did. are if you're Triller. If you're Triller, you are. Maybe. That that's probably that's is the lowest rated versus that it is, right? What? I'm willing, to, I'm willing to guess that that one had the least amount of views. The, the Patty, the Patty LaBelle? LaBelle? Yes. No. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. Did you no, watch that was popping. That was popping. Did you, did you watch it? I did, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm dead ass. I watched that one in the Osleys. He said that one pushed it back too. The Osley brothers, I you notice I didn't mention that. that yeah, yeah. I, I get that. I 100% get that, but I don't know about the other one. But he said it's on the way, man. So we'll see. Um, Man, next up, artist from Gucci Mane's 1017. They are on a tour right now of HBCUs, which is super dope. However, when they got to Howard, there was a whole damn protest going on with the students due to living conditions in the dorms. So instead of performing, they decided to do a sit-in along with the students. Um, do you think that was a cool or a corny move, man? Man, shout out to the 1017 artists led by Big Scar. Okay. Uh, I think this was a cool move. What was going on, living conditions in the dorm room at Howard University, rats, rodents, they said, uh, mold, roaches just unlivable conditions and when 1017 heard about it they were supposed to perform for homecoming this weekend they said now you know what since you guys are going through this we're gonna stand with y'all and ain't gonna be no shows anything until they fix this that is fire my only gripe with this is it's not getting as many headlines as i feel like it should this should be the time that people come together as to not to sound corny but as much things and complaining as you see on social media i've spoken many times here before about the love that we should be showing the hbcus in our culture again another opportunity 1017's big skrilla big scar big scar big fizzle and the rest of those guys are doing a great job but they could use some support from the rest of the guys in the industry hey throw some money at it hey this is what we're doing all of these things matter. These are the next generation of black leaders. People are always alluding to us not having them. It starts at the HBCUs taking care of these kids. And this is a dope move. I feel like that they did. You know what? It, it, now, first of all, it is a dope move. Let's be clear. I think it would have gotten more attention if Gucci Man was present as well. But this was just the team. Not just, but you know what I'm saying. He's the headliner. He's the big name that draws eyes. Everybody doesn't know who Big Walk Dog is. Or everybody don't know who Hot Boy Wes is. So it's not going to hit quite the same. However, I'm not too mad that this isn't getting blown up because I don't necessarily want Howard to be all in the news just known for having rats in their dorm rooms. Like, that's a a problem that they can fix relatively easy. They can make a call, 1-800-PEST, whoever the fuck is in D.C. They can fix that. That's not that big of a deal. So I, I don't want HBCUs to get a bad name and for this to be plastered on Fox News. The first time they ever talk about an HBCU is because they have roaches in the dorm room. Like, I don't, I don't want it to turn into that. So this needs to be handled. I thought that they did the right job of these artists being the one. It's just enough attention to spark a, a little bit of a flame under whoever runs Howard to get that shit situated and quickly, but not too much to make it a big deal and, and paint HBCUs with a broad brush. Not decent point. Uh, first, what you said about Gucci, I feel like the difference between 
where Gucci Man wants to be with 1017 and where he is now is his name being attached and not attached to this. Other artists take the opportunity, whether it's Yo Gotti and CMG doing stuff for prison reform in Mississippi or it's Jay-Z and Rock Nation. You brought up a great point. Their name is always out in the front of that. That's true. Gucci Man should have took some time out to be like Gucci Man and 1017 support this, whether I'm there or not. Mm-hmm. My young guys tapped in. I taught them well. They making sure that this go right. Now, you bring up a great point also about the bad press. No, I don't want the bad press plastered all over Fox News as well. But the same way we get the shade room and the other media sources that we have, black okay. people, yeah, yeah. I would love to see it there. I like I listen to a black information news network podcast every morning. It's 12 minutes, black issues. I ain't talking... I either do, I don't want to see it on CNN, I don't want to see it on Fox News, but I do feel like there's a flyer that should go up in the community when things like this happen. Like, hey, I got the extermination. I want that's what I want to see on people's Instagram. I saw this and I got the exterminate out there that data, Howard, coming from some big star. I got such and such out mm-hmm. there to take care of the mold last night as soon as I read it. Those are the type of the actions that I'm talking about. So I'm glad you brought that up so I can clarify. No, I don't want to see them getting dogged out. I want to see the results and the actions of people taking time to do something about it. And also you can talk, I'll find the place where you can go on IG to help out too. Man, I wonder if they got paid or not from doing a sit-in for the concert. Because they still showed up. That's the first thing I think about. Dude. My fault. Did, did, did they and get paid? another thing too, like on a lighter note, like these niggas, it's more commendable because these niggas, I'm sure, not booked and busy. I ain't knocking. Man, you never know, schedule. man. They on the chitlin circuit, like they can't just be turning down shows. I know they grind. They're grinding for sure. Yeah, it ain't no question about that. It's the uh, the Blackburn takeover is the name of the the um. The sit-in that they're calling it and said you go to the live movement on IG. They need tents, sleeping bags, blankets, pillows, air mattresses, yoga mats, outside camping supplies for the sit-in. Again, the name of the IG site is the live L-I-V-E movement. Check them out. That's crazy. It's they crazy. need sleeping bags, man. Well, they, they they protesting outside. Ah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 So okay. They, they need supplies to help them with the protest. That's some yeah. Stuff. Not they don't need sleeping bags for the dorm. Like, nah. It's just, yeah, that would be nuts. All right. Moving on to a lighter note before we get into this young thug punk review. Yeah. Man, Nas is teaching a master class on storytelling. Commercial was dope. Dropped a single for it. What a rollout. Uh, shout out to Nas, man. In this phase of his career, man, I can't say much about it. Enough about it. Excuse me. But he's teaching a master class. My question to you, one, Adam Brown, are you going to sign up for that master class and check out Nas's storytelling? And two, what other rapper would you want to see a master class from and what subject would they cover? Uh, first of all, shout out to master class. That's a pretty dope thing. If you're not familiar, they take celebrities and people who are Experts. top of their field. <laughs> not just celebrities. These niggas, but you can't just be famous. Like Kim Kardashian, yeah, no. they know when they're talking. These are big dogs. Yeah, no, they, they take, most of these people you've heard of, but if you haven't, they're big dogs in their industry and they're teaching classes on whatever industry that is. So you're getting the best of the best from the best. So that's super dope. Nas, of course, is a top tier artist, obviously. And so storytelling, he's probably arguably the best storyteller in rap history, at least in our generation. Um, so this is super dope. Love it. 
the rapper I would want to see. Well, first of all, I'm not signing up. I don't rap. However, I do think it's cool. And if I did rap, I, I would be, be interested in signing up. That's number I have one. To be a rapper to tell a good story. Right? That's true, but I think he's telling in the context of rap, though, right? I would assume. Nah, he's just telling you how to write a good story. Like, the, the thought process is that he you use his masterclass if you're a writer, not a writer. Okay, just period. You're just you creating content. I might check it out then, honestly. That's that's actually hey, super it's dope. Like, it's like, it ain't nothing, but I want to say like $99. Like, the only thing, the caveat, you have to pay it all up front. So they get you. Like I like the monthly subscription. Model. Oh, so it's like for a whole year or something? Yeah, you gotta pay it. Like if you sign up, you gotta pay everything up front. They was running a buy one, get one free special not too long ago. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, damn. it ain't no $14.99 a month thing. You gotta pay like a it's I, I think it's $149 or something like that. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it, it's an investment. So that that I, I would look at it like that, but that's super dope. If I had to see a, another rapper on there, um, I would probably go somebody like Big Sean on like in terms of flow. I think he's got one of the mo- one of the most unique flows and approaches to rap, and so I would love to see how he puts that shit together, how he decides to do what on what track, and then on the f- another side, I would take a producer and maybe somebody like a anybody a hit boy, um, and talk about how they break down like samples and, and making a beat from scratch. I think that should just be cool for my personal liking because I'm a fan of that type of stuff, especially when you look at the clip of Gilly going around with Metro Boom and when he made the beat live or whatnot like that's always dope to me and um so shout out to that too i don't know if, if, if y'all seen that clip but metro boomer was on million dollars worth of game and he made a beat live with a sample of course the beat ended up to be fire gilly freestyled over it it was pretty dope um so that would be my master class um i think it's dope who would you like to see um just to give some feedback to the people who were wondering it's 15 bucks a month and you have to pay it annually so you pay 180 bucks up front and you get 12 months, you pick a couple of classes, you tell them what you're interested in. Gordon Ramsay is on there, uh, Chris Voss. And they're teaching uh, cooking? God damn. Yeah, they got him teaching cooking. They got James Cameron teaching filmmaking. Like, it's a dope concept. Nah, it's super take, dope. Like, and it's well-produced, too. Like, it look hard. Tough. It ain't hard to digest. Like, they take 15-minute nah. videos and just teach it to you. Um, yeah, I think this is dope. I loved it. Nasa says it's about hip-hop storytelling. Okay. So he's telling you how to tell stories in hip hop. You were right. Yeah. Uh, mine is easy. First thing I thought of with this man is Master P. Marketing, one-on-one. Mm. Give it to me all day, every day, twice on Sundays. Pause. Yeah. Ma- Master P, marketing one-on-one. Uh, teach me how to to get, engage people, make stuff hot. Like the whole run that he had, you guys know that we're big No Limitologists, No Limit Heads on this podcast, being raised from the South. That was, that would, I would, pay for that tomorrow i've been on the fence about doing this for different classes like cooking and writing but if i seen that master p had a master class uh, they would have had my money already and second behind that i would do baby the music business i would love to hear him talk about the music business and an example was that clip that he had when he was talking about um how he paid out all that money or whatnot i just love to i just love to hear him talk about his success in the music business and teaching people how to do that, that would be fine. So Master P and Baby would be mine. That's respectable and acceptable. You could always go. It's a hundred people, man. We, at at, at the end of the year, we always do our guests who's coming to to dinner for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. The the people we invite that we talking about, they all got specialties. They'd all would drop dumb jewels. So like there's hella people that that would work for this, but yeah, I'm here for that. I'm here for that shit too. 
Definitely. Uh, I gotta meet P, man. P up, P up at TSU. I gotta meet that nigga. I gotta pull. Yeah, up. I gotta pull up to a game. Shout out to Penny, man, and the TSU. Another HBCU doing their thing. The TSU basketball team. Uh, what, what's what's P son name? I don't know. Percy. Percy, young Percy. Per- Percy. Percy. Percy with an H. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's playing at TSU this year, man. So y'all check that out. And now, finally, for the moment, no one has been waiting for it, guys. We have a brand new album review. The much anticipated. No, no, not quite. Superstar. Not quite, not quite. We've got the new album from Jeffrey Williams. Uh, It's called Punk. You may know (laughs) him as Young Thug. (laughs) It is, it looks like his name, Jeffrey. Um, This is, this is the sophomore album. This is only a second album. His first album was technically, his first album is so much fun. That came out like two years ago. And so technically, this is a second album. Um, we're gonna get into that, it, man. Uh, how's that possible? I mean, you know, mixtape—they count. They don't count that mixtape shit as albums, dude. Jesus, I did not know that. Yeah, it's me neither. I'm this first young thug album. This first young thug album I listened to. You listened. To, we reviewed the last one, so there's that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't listen to. <laughs> I don't blame you. I didn't want to. I didn't want to listen to this one either. Uh, where was uh, your anticipation level in regards to this punk? Because this was this was teased as he, he was going to be more lyrical. He talked about this maybe a year ago. He was going to be more lyrical on this album. So there was a little bit of air quote hype around it. Where 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 were you when uh, leading up to this? Were you interested at all? Were you looking forward to it? Talk to him. Yes, um, I've been on the young thug train. Lately, if you've been listening to the show, his guest features, I've definitely been commending him for them as of late. I understand the vibe more so than I have before, even though I remember a long time on this show when we used to play songs that Stoner, when we used to review the songs, I was on that way early and that was like his first song. Yeah. But I digress to now and Young Thug, this album, I wasn't highly anticipating it because it isn't my style of rap, but I was more interested than I have ever been before in a Young Thug album just because I'm more open to his style now. Yeah. What about you? How'd you <clears throat> were you waiting on this? Um, Absolutely not. I'm not a Thug fan. Uh, you alluded to it. Shocker. Yeah, we we have been he is one of the artists who have emerged since we've been doing the podcast. We started this in 2013. He came out shortly after. I didn't like it then. As a matter of fact, I hated it then. But the reason that I hated it, though, and I'm on record and I really wish I could find this clip. I just don't feel like going back and trying to listen to this shit because you're a hater. No, (laughs) Um. What I said then and that my problem was going to be was that not not only the fact that I couldn't really get into him, but I knew that people were going to take that style and try to emulate it. And that's really what was going to be some slaw because there would be multiple mini me young thugs coming behind him trying to make the sound effects and the noise and sound inflictions and all this shit with his voice and mumble. This was around the term mumble rap came out was because of the stuff that he was doing because many people couldn't understand what he was saying half of the time. And so that was my biggest problem. If it was just him, it'd be one thing, but there have been people that have ran with this style that sound just like him. Shout out to Lil' Key. shit to do with him. Why, why yeah, because I knew that was going to happen, though. Because it's, it, to me, it's not good music. And anything, anytime anything is popular, 
people always run and try to duplicate and bite it. It happens all the time. And I knew that was going to happen. And I'm pissed off that my premonition came true. And here oh, we are, oh. because that adds legs to him. That, that adds life to him, in my opinion. And here Here's, we are still talking about him eight years later. And I got to review this whack ass album. It's because he's a beast. Here's where you're off on this. Jay-Z is popular. How many times have you heard people come out and try to rap like Jay-Z over the last 30 years? Maybe three? They, oh, people have tried it for sure. They, yeah, not a lot, though. It yeah, didn't yeah, spawn yeah. off like you're talking about with Young Thug. The greatness in what he does and what irritates you, he makes it look so easy. Everybody should be able to get in there and do that shit. Everybody thinks that they can, but they can't. They can't do the voice infliction. They can't do the sounds. It don't sound as good as it sound when Young Thug do it. Future got the same problem. Fact. Like, it, 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 it sounds like it should be so fucking remedial, so easy to do, but it's not. Because if it was, then you wouldn't just have one Young Thug and all of these spines. You'd have several successful people that sound like this. Now, me, this rap isn't for me. I acknowledge that. But it does sound good now that I've listened to him more and his approach and how he does things. Okay, I get it. And like you said, there's a lot more of it out there. Yeah. So it's not as like intolerable on the ears anymore. And him being the person that started it and who, in my opinion, is the best at it, I can digest this more so than any of the mini me's. Like that don't even, you try to listen to too much shit. That's your problem. That shit don't even come across my desk. I'm not even listening to a nigga that sound like Young Thug. I'm barely listening to Young Thug. So if a nigga right. tell me, hey, he sound like a trash can. Like yeah. delete it out of my library, bro. If you sound like Young Thug. Yeah. And that ain't knocking him. That's knocking you. If you are a young thug, delete it out of my library. Like yeah, yeah, look, now, now you do have young thug fucked up though. No. Dude is a beast. Listen. Like no. I appreciated it even more listening to this album. I can't wait to get into it. Dude a beast, man. No, he's not. He's a um, beast. He he had a very interesting rollout leading up to this album. Um he, he did a tiny desk. You uh, like the cover art. Uh, the cover art is cool. I do like the cover art. I actually like the original art that it's based on a little bit better. I think it's more That's well fine. done, but this is still clean, though. I do like the artwork. Yeah, this is like a hip-hop version of the original piece. Yeah, the for sure. The original piece is fire. The original piece is dope as fuck. This is cool. Mind. It's a nice flip. I'm not mad I'm not mad at the cover. That's about it. The cover the best thing about the album, I'm going to be real. Um, he did a rollout with the tiny desk, which is, you know, that's the move right now. People were excited about that. Then he also, oddly enough, smashed a roll. Him and Gunner smashed a pink Rolls Royce that had punk painting all over it. That was the rollout. That's when I knew we were in trouble when you got to do shit like that. Um, and then he po he went to the breakfast club for the first time ever, squashed his beef with Charlemagne. Then I knew for a fact when I hit play on this album, I was going to be let the fuck down, disappointed, put to sleep, however you want to say it. Cause he's doing all of like the promo shit that he's never done before. It all seemed forced. If you sat through that 45 minute breakfast club, kudos to you. You are a bad motherfucker. Cause I couldn't do it. I gave wow. it like seven minutes and got out of there running and screaming. Wow. Um, what you, you tried to, did you watch that shit? No, I don't watch breakfast club. As, exactly. That's my point. Well, you, you're being, you watch it though. Why did you not watch his interview? I don't watch it at all. I tried. I, I've never watched an interview with Young Thug, so I wanted to hear what he was talking about. I thought it was right. interesting. And you know I'm saying, what did he do that made you get out of there? Man, he just, he talks like how he raps. Like it's very scatterbrained, <laughs> bro. I can't follow that shit. 
I don't want to follow that, bro. <laughs> You're a hater. That, he does, nigga. Read the comments, dude. That, that's my thing. I, I, don't. I, I mean, I, I I just wanted to know what made you get out of there. Like, you just don't like the thing. You should just come out. <laughs> niggas, niggas don't have to listen to me, man. Go to the Breakfast Club Young Thug interview and read the comments, dude. It's not just me, people. It's not. Oh. I can't I, do it, bro. Yeah, again. I'm not I, getting nothing I, out of it, dude. I'm not getting, nothing, not getting out nothing out of his music. You know, you just don't. Well, like no, it. I'm saying his interview. His interview. Oh, his I'm interview. just speaking just on the interview. I'm oh, not okay. getting shit from it. Okay, the rollout. That's where we were. Nice yeah. tee up. I understand what you're saying from the perspective of someone who doesn't like him, like you. But the the things that you're saying that he's doing show me that he's preparing to take the next step. This is only his sophomore album, which I did not know. Now, if you're telling me that he's going to Breakfast Club. You act like you've never seen the luxury car smash up rollout. J. Cole did this in the mud with the luxury cars when he dropped this song for Middle Child, I believe. Uh, so, like, th these are things that A-list rappers do, and this is the ascension that he's about to take with this album, the point that I was arguing up and down in the group chat on Saturday. Young Thug is a, if, if he's not a superstar yet, He's heading that way based off this album. So he's doing the press for that. He's taking the approach for that. This is the album that turns him into an A-lister if he wasn't already. I think he kind of was at the bottom tier of it. Shout out yeah. to Big Jeff. I kind of agree with his point more yeah. now that I've gotten more uh, feedback on it. He's like a bottom of the A-list, but this album is putting him to the top of it. I promise you that. Just a little bit of insight into the group chat. The question was posed is Young Thug a superstar? Mm -hmm. And at first I thought, yes. It depends on how we're quantifying superstar. Are we counting it like how they do in sports? Where if you're in the Hall of Fame, then you're just in the Hall of Fame. You got a green jacket. Nigga, it's punters in the Hall of Fame next to Dion, And we know who's the better player. But that don't but take away from them being a great punter. That's what and I'm that's saying. That's the thing that so, you're doing. You're trying to take over. You're trying to say, oh, well, he raps. He got to sound like J. Cole. No, bro. If he rap and he punt, then he only got to be as good. That's the best punter. No, I, I understand that. Be but that's, as what good as that's what I'm saying. So, so if we're looking at it like that, then he's a superstar. If okay. you're looking at it tiered, meaning there's a top tier of the pyramid, the household names, the crossover acts, the people who have done stadium tours, worldwide then he's not that those exist drake kendrick cole those exist young thug's not that though he hasn't he hasn't been the headline on a stadium tour you know what i'm saying he hasn't yeah. headlined a, a, a coachella he hasn't yeah. done a halftime show at the super bowl like kendrick finna do like he hasn't done yes. that yet yeah no yeah. yet but i'm saying today he's not a superstar so depending on how we're measuring it so right. that was the conversation in the group chat this yeah. album, you wanted to get to this album. What did you think when you first listened to it, though? Mm, uh, first listening to this album, again, measured expectations because I'm not going in looking for J. Cole or Nas or fucking Jay-Z. So listening to it, I'm listening for the bop, the sounds, or whatever the kids call the, the hot tracks nowadays. And as I go through it, I heard a lot of them. I heard a lot of them that I'm hitting, okay, save to my playlist. This is cool for... If I'm riding somewhere, I want to put on just some feel good music or not anything that has too much thought to it. Like it's real, it's like popcorn music. It's real good for like if you're watching a movie or doing not 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 watching movies literally, but like popcorn is good 
But when you're watching a movie, this music is good for if you're doing something and you ain't really paying attention to the music. I'm driving, just got something in the background, want to vibe. There's like a little set going on or a house party or whatever the kids call it nowadays. This is that type of music. And I feel like he has a, a lot of like vibe, lounge-worthy, chilling songs. And he made a, I think he did a successful job in making an album for people in his lane. Like people that listen to Young Thug, people like him, he could ride around. I could see him ride around listening to his album. It's just that type of music for people like him. I get that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get the whole, yeah, this is cool in the background. This is cool, uh, more like ambient noise while you're doing something. I thought it sounded good on mute. I thought it was, when I hit mute, get out of here. then it slapped. Like, that. that's when I was like, okay, I get it now. It makes sense How long did you now. work on that? How long did you work on that? <laughs> that, listen, man, this shit. Bro, when I first listened to it, you know what? Actually, when I when that when I first hit play, I thought it was admirable the direction he was trying to go in. I'm gonna be real. I thought it was admirable. He's on here with the acoustic guitar. I remember him doing the tiny desk thing with the acoustic guitar or and all this type of shit, man. So I, I, I'm not mad at trying to blend genres and stretch the boundaries of hip hop. I'm cool with that. I'm I'm admiring that. But after four, five, six songs with the acoustic guitar. I'm like, bro, third, stop, nigga. Ooh, you, you fucking NDRE? Like, stop oh, with the acoustic guitar, nigga, like we on fucking unplug, dude. That's not the wave. Go ahead and give the people what they want, the 808s, the bops, you on the hook, and you calling your superstar friends to save some of these records. And he did that on a few, and those are the few that work for me, the ones where he is not the prominent figure on them he is more um the side like he can't be the main attraction for me and shout out to big jeff you mentioned this earlier he said that jeff said he can only take him in doses he prefers him as a feature but it's hard to listen to a full body of work of just him i understand that and there are artists like that and there's nothing wrong with that nate dog was probably the hardest hook person in the world but niggas wouldn't listen to no nate dog solo shit bro Saying you could argue that for Ty Dolla Sign, like Ty Dolla Sign sound good on a lot of people's shit. I'm not, I'm not that amped to listen to a full length Ty Dolla Sign album though. I'm just not because the type of music it doesn't, it doesn't resonate. He's a super dope feature artist. I'm cool on the solo shit. Now, Young Thug is not a super dope feature artist. He's okay. He adds a little bit of flavor sometimes, but he's a terrible solo artist. Like twenty tracks, bro, kill me, dude. Shoot me now, bro. I get the vibe. This is a stadium music vibe. This is, I'm going to take a page out of Post Malone book and blend genres that way. If he able to do it and I'm going to do it and put some trap shit on it. I love it. I like the approach that he took to it. I think this album is going to be played for. This is stadium music. Like this no, is not. one that he'll be no, touring. Yeah, he's going to be touring to this album in big ass stadiums as he's on his rise to being a superstar. And Hard Rock it. Cafe, dude. That's it. I'll get out of here. That's the max. The songs what? that worked for me. Yes, Let's please. get into those. Because this will be quick. No, because there were a lot. Uh, J. Cole's verse. I love that. That yeah. song called Stress. It was banging. I like how uh, he was talking street shit and nobody questioned him, but Drake said he'll die for his lyrics and everybody hated it. But go ahead. What? Where's what where's Glasses Malone? Where are you at, sir? <laughs> where are you at when J. Cole says he'll die behind his money? Well, first of all, you, you know that you know that line, right? You do know that the line. die behind That's my it. money or the or the how he came in, how he came the in refurbished just, line that he came in on. That's yeah, that I'm was refurbished. About, right? I'm talking about the line okay. at the end. That he'll die by this. What's wrong with that? 
What was wrong with Drake saying he'll die behind the lyrics in his phone? What are we no, talking about? Drake is Drake is acting like a thug. What is J. Cole is just stating that he will die behind like Drake is talking about shooting other people behind his money. We'll do this and we'll do that. No, he's that's not, what, dude. That was the problem, Nick. Well, that's the 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 way no. the glasses understood it from what I when he told us, right? That he was rapping like a thug. J. Cole wasn't rapping like a thug. He's just letting you know what happened if you fuck with his money. Nigga, what Ain't happened? Thuggish about all, that? What both, happened to a nigga if you fuck with your money? Both of what these you niggas. Gonna, like, listen, it ain't nothing thuggish about it, dude. Both of these niggas have been slapped up by Puff, dude. They the last niggas to be talking about anything. I'm, about and I'm talking, and Drake, my boy. And I'm saying that about him too, dude. That ain't he's what J. Cole said. He's the last Jay Cole didn't say he got slapped up by Puff. That ain't what he said. No, of course he didn't say that. Look, the songs that are working, stupid slash asking. That flip at the end going into asking, I thought that was banging. Um, next, I got Rich Nigga with Juice World, Fire. They go to 808s that you were looking for right there. And also, lastly, with your man Drake and Travis Scott, that bubbly. I like those. I think those were banging. Um, the Drake and the Travis Scott song is cool, bro. But like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I thought Travis Scott floated on it. I thought his part was Drake. tough. I like this part. Um, you like Drake? You man. Drake part was just okay. Like he didn't just really snap on that. Like like it. He not like like Drake has the voice and the flow to make it look like he's saying something on anything. Like he just knows how to ride those type of beats. But he wasn't just his verse wasn't just the coldest. That was a, a low key throwaway feature. If we being <laughs> honest, that was a throwaway feature. And that's my so nigga. That was flat a out hating on this album. You're not nah, gonna nah, nah, nah. That was a, that was a throwaway. You to, he didn't, for you to hate on the Drake versus like he didn't uh, kill that, bro. And that's my you know that's my boy. He didn't kill that. Bro. <laughs> he didn't kill that. I think he ripped it. I don't believe that's that. That's an all time low for you. This um, is this is. I'm letting you know now, as a, as a friend, this is an all time low for you. It doesn't look good. This is this is an all time low moment. Listening to this album, dude. There was one song that I did like. One song that I a little bit that he was by himself that I thought worked and that was contagious. I did think that worked. Um, one for 20, you know what I'm saying? It, just, it is what it is. Oh, and rich nigga shit. Cause, cause my boy Kanye co-produced it, which explains why you love the beat so much. So if yeah. I walked in the strokers and rich nigga if shit only was playing- Only Kanye stuck to beats. Nah, hell no, don't put him in no box. Don't put him in a box. a better place, nigga, walking around with Michael Myers mask on. Fucking facts, nigga. It's it's scary out here, nigga. Spooky, nigga. Yeah, it is scary. That haircut is scary that he got. That's what's scary. If I walked into Strokers right now and they were playing that rich nigga shit, it it would have a nice vibe in that environment for the two minutes and 20 seconds that the song is, however fucking long it is. But that's it, though, man. Everything else. Let me get into what I like. I mean, to what I dislike, which was the rest. Um, any and everything that he did by himself was trash. Any of the NDRE acoustic guitar bullshit was trash. Um, dropping jewels, nigga, didn't drop no jewels. Hey, you have a song called Dropping Jewels. You don't drop hey, no dropping jewels. jewels was fire. That's no, probably my wasn't. favorite song going there. I can't, re- I, I can't believe that I forgot to mention that. Nigga, one talking about shit, man. Nigga, one dropping right shit. Up. My problem with Young Thug is it's, it's hard to understand him completely. Like I have to listen extra hard, and then when I listen, he not saying nothing. So you just made me work to hear you, you not say it. shit, and I don't appreciate just, that. Just admit that some of it goes over your head, and you don't like that. It's just not That's good music. The real bro. thing, it goes over your head, and you just don't like it. You don't like having to ask a nigga what did this mean. You don't like that. 
Say that. A nigga, a nigga texted me and said, bro, what does this young thug line mean? And I had nothing for him. I said, bro, I don't have a fucking clue. That, and neither does he. Biggest, that's one of the biggest mistakes in hip hop history, texting you about a young thug line. Man, I, I, put I, in the, said that I put in the group chat and no one had any answers. I mean, go tell him go tell him to go to um. They got a, a website for that. They what's don't the know either. What's the name of that shit? Genius don't even know. Yeah, tell him go to Genius. Nigga, they don't you know. know what the line mean. Go to Genius. They don't know. They don't know what he's talking about. What didn't work on here besides the whole album? Uh, I didn't like the song with Doja Cat. And oh I my did, god, that was that song was trash to me. I didn't like the the Gunner features. I'm just not now, now you I I don't feel as strongly about Gunner as you feel about Young Thug, but that's just one artist that I don't get. I've never yeah. heard him rip it. I just I I don't understand Gunner. And me neither. Like I, that 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 was one that I I didn't need it at all. Um, if you had to rate it, how many reels out of five? I I'm giving that punk three and a half reels. Dope. That's crazy as fuck. This is a dope album, man. This is a dope project. I think it's going to ascend Young Thug to superstar status, to being an A-list celebrity, to heading the, the festivals and heading the concerts that you were speaking of before we started the review. This is the album that's going to do it, man. Yeah, this is the easiest uh, rating of all time. This is the easy, 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 easy one real album. It should have swallowed, bro. It is fucking trash, no bro. No way this is worse than that Meek Mill. And, and... No way. Meek Mill way better than this. And... No way. I actually like... We reviewed that last Young Thug, the So Much Fun, and there was actually some shit I took away from that and, and didn't mind it. Like, I, there, there was some joints that I didn't mind on there, at least a handful that I rocked with on that project. This is giving me nothing. Like, I and I've tried. I listened to it in a whip. I listened to it in really good-ass headphones. I listened to it... Everywhere, nothing. I listen to it in the gym. I listen to it everywhere, dude. This shit was buns, dog. And like, it reminds me. I don't know. Have you, you know, the dude that people be walking with, where they rapping acapella, and the dude walking with the little guitar. Have you seen them little clips? I don't know the homie name, but he do it with different artists and shit. Mm-mm. And so Desi did a skit, mm-hmm. and he was walking and rapping with the dude. I don't know how he linked up with the dude with the guitar, but he was walking and rapping and doing his little skit. This is what this nigga sounds like, bro. A fucking skit. Young Thug sounds like a skit, dog. All no. of my niggas do that. All of me, that little shit Desi be doing. Do that sound, Young Thug. He's making fun of Young Thug, dude. Okay. That's what this gives me. So I'm this whole, homage. like, I'm going to be artistic. I'm going to put the old homage. 1800 art picture on my cover, and we're going to have acoustic guitars and ukuleles, and I'm going to rap a cappella, and niggas going to hear my bars. And, Fuck out of here, nigga. This shit garbage, bro. It's not though. That's the crazy thing. Shit All that stuff that you name adds to why it's good. Well, how is it? <laughs> you're saying it's not artistic because you don't like it, but that's the part. That's a nigga, part of art. Nigga rapping over ukuleles and shit. Man, when hit that bush. You, thought you, <laughs> you <laughs> thought you got that ukuleles off too? What's <laughs> it, what was that on? You just seen that on TV somewhere. I just saw it. I too. don't know. I can't remember what that was. It was on Dave. No, Dave. I don't know. Dave, I don't think it was something else though. The Dave soundtrack better than this. This shit garbage. Um, no, nah, I don't know. No, nah, I don't think so. That would be hard if he did. I know my nigga Gator on there getting off. Gator is frying young thug. Like if like the NBA is doing the top uh, 75 players of all time. If you uh, did the top 375 rappers, young thug not making a list. I put that on everything I love. That's not true. He's 378 on That's the list, bro. True. 
He may not be saying what you want to hear, but it's a lot of niggas that want to hear what he's talking about. That's it's nobody like, can quote it's a like bar. You tell it, that's like a nigga coming, like the your hate for him is like a nigga coming to tell you the masterpiece sucks. But that's he doesn't like. though. To you. No, he just doesn't. To you, if you have ears. If, no, to you, he doesn't suck. To me, he doesn't suck. But his niggas out there to tell you he sucks. You sound like them about Young Thug. That's, That's not how true. you sound. That's exactly how you sound. Guys, let us know what you think about this punk album from Jeffrey Williams. Um, is wh- okay. Where do you rank it out of five? Do you hate it? Do you love it? I already know the answer. Nobody likes this shit. Like we can act like niggas like it. Is y'all don't like this shit though? But why would niggas? That's your thing though. Where you don't niggas not acting though. Niggas are genuinely impressed by him. No, they're not. He's Cold not doing music. anything impressive. The whole music business is genuinely impressed by him. But you <laughs> are saying that this is like people are acting. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with everybody. Like oh, but but J Cole called him a genius, and Kanye called him a. Do yeah, y'all what do know what music that? sounds like in multi-million dollar speakers, bro? Every song ever created sounds good in $10 million speakers, fam. And that's so how you, they're hearing it. I'm so hearing this you, in a Dodge. <laughs> you, Adam Brown, you're attributing Young Thug's successful superstar career to good speakers. Yes. That's what you're doing. That's nuts. I'm attributing these niggas co-signing nuts. him to getting their passes in Atlanta and to million dollar speakers, dude. Yes. That is the reason why they co-signed this nigga, bro. And seeing something, experiencing something in person is one thing. I don't have that context. I'm not in the studio with this shit. Bro, you you see how niggas talk about when they see Jay do something off the dome for the first time? Right. And they like, yo, what the fuck? Ja Rule telling that story never gets old. He was like, yo, what the fuck just happened, dude? And then you turn around and hear the product that came from it. It adds more to it. Dude, product sounds like he freestyles it. Jay-Z doesn't sound like he freestyled it, dude. It just doesn't. It sounds like he put a whole lot of thought into that shit. The Young Thug shit sounds sporadic. It sounds like he thought line by line and pieced it and freestyled it. It sounds like that. That's my problem. The niggas that do that, Ja Rule isn't even a lyricist, nigga, but he doesn't sound like he's freestyling like he is. This nigga does. That's all I'm saying. That's okay. all I'm saying. It sounds so that like makes, it. that makes sense though to your personality. You don't like abstract. Like there, there's it sounds just excuse, it doesn't sound just like, but the thing that Jay-Z does and the thing that young thug do are the same. One is just abstract and less like your form of thinking, and one, Jay-Z, is less abstract and more like your form of thinking. So you digest that better. And but it's the same music thing. It don't take away. It doesn't take away from the genius. If a nigga like Young Thug is in there and ain't wrote nothing, and he coming out with an hour worth of song, the nigga got hits, bro. Like it don't take away from his genius or his artistic expertise because you don't like it. Like I sit here all the time and talk about how I hate Jesus. I don't say it's a bad album. I don't say it sucks. I don't like it. It don't take away from the artistic genius that went into it, though. I know what Kanye West does when he gets to this music, he get busy. Same thing with Young Thug, dude. He gets busy. No, he doesn't. Whether you like it or not, no, it's just like looking at abstract art. There are going to be some art pieces that you see, and you're like, dude, that's crap. That's shit. I don't like it. And then somebody going to walk up and be like, dude, I'm paying $11 million for that because I want it in my house, and I've never seen anything like it. That's all music, though. Yeah, same thing. Guys, let's get to these wins and losses so we can get far away from this Young Thug album as possible. We have a W to hand out. 
<laughs> Handing out a W to Lil Baby and Lil Dark for a successful tour that grossed, wait for it, over $15 million and sold over 250,000 tickets. Triple mm. salute to Lil Baby and Lil Dark for the tour. When you first heard this, if you're like me, what did you think? How much of that 15 million did they split? Oh, that's exactly no. That's exa um, that's how I much thought. of the five million that was left over from what Q what P and <laughs> Coach K took? Nah, did them niggas split? They ain't get that much of it. I'm thinking, okay, whew, I ain't even consider Coach K and, and P. I ain't gonna lie. But I bet they 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 not gonna lie to that 15. No, nah, but that's 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 a that's that's dope though, because I remember when this tour got announced. What you what you think they took home? Maybe three for this 15? Uh, I would say, yeah, oh yeah, three. I say three. Time reasonable. Yeah, say three times reasonable. Because after you pay for the tour, pay the expenses and all that shit. Yep. Three million a piece for a tour. That's cool. That's um, cool. we have a W do Megan Thee Stallion, my boo. Uh, she has a new Popeyes collaboration. Uh, she's got her hottie sauce available hottie sauce. now, and she's apparently a franchise owner of some Popeyes too, man. Shout out to Meg. She get bad for me. She always gonna have a Popeyes, huh? Now that's cool. <laughs> True. That's dope. How long are you willing to wait for some Popeyes if you pull up? I don't really fuck with Popeyes like that. I did try the hottie sauce though, because that's my bae. I don't believe that. Yeah, I tried as close it. as you're gonna get in the try and me. <laughs> exactly. Nick and Dream, goddammit. it. I, How was it? What did it? <laughs> it was like it was like sweet and sour mixed with hot sauce. That's what it was. Some ghetto shit. Exactly. That's exactly you, what it was. Do you think that she eat she eat Popeyes? Nah, man. Hell, she might eat them biscuits. <laughs> Everybody eat them biscuits. <laughs> she eat them biscuits. Fuck you, Tom. I wouldn't right. have believed that Sweetie ate McDonald's if I hadn't seen her on Instagram getting down. Yeah, that shit looked disgusting, though. Like, she's that's nuts. I'm always going to double back to that. Um, we have an L to Young Thug, even though this is uh, his album review episode. He lost a hard drive with 200 unreleased songs. I believe he lost it in a hotel. Shit, crazy. Um, an apartment. And he's oh, an apartment. Him. That's what it the was. The apartment people gave the hard drive to the wrong person. Woo. Uh, somebody, I don't know who they gave it to, but he's uh, pulling up a lawsuit against them to sue them for the hard drive and lost on a couple million he's going to sue them for. Shout out to the apartment employee that gave away that hard drive so we ain't got to hear these 200 whack-ass songs that was on there. Give that man or woman a raise. Salute to you. Um, one more W before we get out of here, man. Fat Trail, formerly of MMG, DC's own Fat Trail, was released off of vacation this weekend. Fat Trail is home, man. Shout out to Trail. Fat Trail. He was all over um, Wale Instagram. Yeah. Gonna be some big stuff. So apparently him and Wale, from both from DC, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And both MMG at one point. I don't believe that. Yeah. Everybody's been MG, MMG, it seems like, at one point now. So, Shout out to Fat to Trail, the, man. Next MMG. On Decker of the Week, man, we're going with a layup. Shout out to um, the aforementioned Ludacris. He donated 10000 to a Black-owned tech company um, that connects Black families with their incarcerated loved ones. It's some type of app that allows them to for kids to send pictures to incarcerated parents. Um, it's like really cool. Like apparently like a brother and uh, no, a daughter and father created the app. Um, so, and it's doing really well, man. So it's called photo patch. They were on Ellen. Luda saw the Ellen episode, presented them with the big dog check. 
um, so that they can grow the app, man. So salute to Lou. That's dope. That's a really dope idea. I hope they don't rob those because they're going to charge an arm and a leg. Communication in and out of jail is approved as high as fuck. I just looked at a, I heard. Like a Vice series on, on jail phone calls in that whole industry. That shit is nuts. I believe it. That's a whole world niggas don't know about. Jeez, they, they make so much money off those phone calls and shit. What you got to put me on? Uh, put on for the week, man. We were going to talk about this, but it got knocked down in pre-production. I got to listen to my guy's brand new album, Payroll, Giovanni, Giovanni's Way. Please check that out. One of my favorite projects from Payroll here lately. Definitely in his bag on this one. I like the lane that he's in. Giovanni's Way, Payroll, Giovanni. Yeah, I fuck with it. Um, he's back in his bag. He had to step away from those Cardo albums. I don't, I'm not a fan of those anymore. But this is fire, especially that invested in rap. Nigga, that almost got the hoodie copped. That shit, rap. that's fire, nigga. I love that, and I love drug stories. I love those songs. That's banging. Banging. Um, I'm going to go with an album, too. This is an artist that I previously was not a fan of, and I thought they had fallen off completely off the map. Dom Kennedy um, from the West Side with Love 3, produced by Hit Boy. That motherfucker is tough. Really? And it, it just came out. It came out Friday. I'm going to check that out. It's banging. He back on his shit. Um, I, I, I was a fan of super early Dom, and then I thought... He kind of ate a little bit too much off of his previous work and people giving him props that they really shouldn't have because them last couple of projects really ain't been hitting like that. This one is tough, though. So check out from the West Side with Love 3, Dom Kennedy. Uh, I couldn't wait to delete that young thug so I can get back to that young, I mean, to that Dom, man. Shout out to the Dom. Okay, I'm going to check in Dom out tonight. And if you're watching TV, Succession is back. Damn it. And it was great. I gotta Jeez. check it out, man. Uh, that's a lot of stuff on TV that I'm looking at right now. So I gotta start cooking. Ozark on the way back. Yellowstone on the way back. Gotta call Saul on the way back. Yeah. Hey, man, it's tough right now, guys. A lot of content out there. But until then, you can check out bonus content from us, man. Patreon.com slash Realville. We have something very special going on in November. We will be announcing that next week. Something very special in November for Patreon. Also, youtube.com slash TV. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can watch us while you listen, man. Play us on the big screen on YouTube at the TV or the crib or something, man. Do that. Do that. That'll be a... We'll appreciate the support. Anything else before we get out of here? Hey, that's it, man. We appreciate everybody jumping down with us each week, putting them in the books. It's the On Deck TV podcast. 